what's up, everybody? This is Travis Miguel of Fake Figures and Atreyu, and you are listening to Interview Under Fire. This is your beloved host here and sunny as always. And first and foremost, uh, thank you again to all our listeners and supporters out there. It means the world to us to still be in your ears after all these years. And today I'd like to welcome back an awesomely talented guest in Travis Miguel. Uh, it's an honor, Travis. Thank you again for returning to our IUF series today. I know it's been a couple years, Travis, since we last got together and talked about what we love about the music that you create. You've done these exciting tours with the U and have been picking up even more steam uh in that in the, uh, as in that process my hair also grew i don't know if you noticed that and i know we touched on fake figures vaguely but didn't have didn't dive into it entirely which we'll do here and i'm excited about that there's just so much to discuss about you know this new album this group and beyond before we get to all that man how are you <laughs> we're entering the last quarter of the year i can't believe we're already here and let's take a deep breath let's 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 reflect it's been 2 years how have you been you've been busy yeah, uh, I've been doing well, doing well. Uh, we just got back from tour uh, last week. Uh, it was about a five, six week run or so with yep. uh, Memphis Mayfire. And we did some shows with Godsmack and Iron Maiden as well. Oh, yeah. No big deal. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was cool. And I'm just now kind of starting to get out of the transition phase to just being at home. Yeah. Um, whenever I get home from a tour, I need like at least a day or two to just kind of do absolutely nothing and kind of reconfigure my brain, so to speak. Um, but yeah, now I feel like a normal human being and I can get on with my day. Yeah. And uh, for people who don't know, it's uh, the From Within EP. I want to mention that dropped September 28th, if I'm not mistaken. And it's dude. Uh I know you mentioned it was like a side project, bro. I'm hoping you can just get that out of there and make it like a real thing because you have something special here. Now, I want to do something uh, a little on a different side. I want to go back to 2011, Travis, if that's okay. Okay. Now, you are from Southern Cali. I want to mention that for fans and listeners who may not know yet. You know, the, the moment, that moment in time also entailed the formation of fake figures alongside your bandmates who are also from other music, uh, notably music acts. And there have been some lineup changes in there since then. Travis, if you could briefly talk about that time in your life when you knew that this would be something you wanted to do aside from a trade, because I feel like it all, this also came together naturally. You know, Fake Figures is still here, man. And 12 years later, you're still making this a thing. So uh, how often do you look back at that time? Because it's not easy to still be around after 12 years on another band. Yeah, uh, I kind of look at it in awe, really. Um, (laughs) Musicians have never been known to be the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, They don't follow through as much as normal people do. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the fact that we're still doing fake figures 12, almost 14 or 13 years later uh, is pretty surprising to me. Um, but I'm definitely not complaining either. Um, and yeah, like you said, we've had uh, some lineup changes here and there. 
Um, and yeah, this band, it's not a full-time band. Um, we're not really aiming for global domination as awesome as that would be. Um, for, I mean, we started this whole thing like just for fun, just to like throw some riffs around, see what happens. And, um, we don't, we don't play a lot. We don't release new music like every year or anything like that. We just yeah. kind of do it when we can. Um, and right now is one of those times. So, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm stoked too. Uh, I was just thinking about the last time I actually saw you, you guys were here, you were with the Treyu and, uh, just on the side, I'm just thinking about the last time I saw you, it was a, the, the, uh, the, with motionless and white and the Trinity of territory, you guys opened that at yeah. Southside ballroom, man, it was hell trying to get in there. I just want to point that out, but it was so great. I was on your side. I think you were stage stage left. I can't yeah. remember. And I was making sure like I was on your side, man, that that's him. That's Travis. It's good to see him again. Dude, you still got it. And I, you can either answer this for yourself or your bandmates. You know, you are a guitarist and, and the energy that you really feed off from the crowd. I feel like yours is the most noticeable. And I really appreciate that about you. I wonder about having played it and Trey you for as long as you have, Travis. Does does fake figures, I don't know, does it allow you to tap in a different side of yourself that you may that you can't reach with the Trey you? I think so. Um okay. that I mean, I don't know if it was it definitely wasn't the reason for starting fake figures, but a lot of the stuff I write you know, it can go in a lot of different directions. Sometimes it's like, okay, if I come up with a riff or an idea for a song, like, okay, that's blatantly, that's going to go under the Atreyu file. You got to make that list, right? In your phone or in your computer right. or whatever it is. All right, let me check that box. <laughs> yeah. And then the other stuff, you know, it might, it might not fit under that uh, Atreyu umbrella as well. So maybe I can put that into like the fake figures file. Um and sometimes stuff I write just does, it goes nowhere. Like I just kind of keep it on my phone or whatever yeah. and just save it for a rainy day or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's nice to have this outlet for that kind of stuff. You know, um, I feel like I, whenever I write a riff or write a song, you know, it's like, that's like, a, that's a huge win for me. Like, I don't want to ever like just throw it away or do nothing with it. So having this outlet for that kind of stuff is awesome. Yeah. And one of the things that we all love about this music, right. And I mentioned seeing you live is, is the live presence that you have on stage. This is a topic I'll never stop talking about because I, I get so many different answers about it. You know, you've been touring with the trailer, like we mentioned, and it takes up the bulk of your experience when you play live, any plans on, I don't know, taking this lineup, of fake figures on the road. I know you said it's not a full-time band, but man, I'm itching to see this like unfold in person. And I'm, and I don't know if you've seen the comments for a lot of these uh, YouTube comments. Like as a journalist, I do that, but they want to see you guys. So this is almost like a super group in, in, in a sense, you could even point that out. Yeah. Um, as far as touring goes, it's really hard because you know, we yeah. don't, we don't have management. We don't have, uh, a booking agent or anything like that. Like everything is done in house um, and very DIY. So we don't have a lot of resources to pull from, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, if the opportunity were to arise, we would 
most definitely 100% entertain the thought of making it work to go out on a tour or something. Um, and like I said, it's really hard because, like, I mean, I obviously have the Atreyu thing on my plate and uh, all the other guys in fake figures, you know, they've got the regular nine to fives and they've got wives and kids and you know, actual real life uh, to tend to. So um, that make that definitely makes it harder. But, you know, like I said, if uh, somebody were to come knocking, hey, do you want to try and make this tour work? I mean, we'd all definitely try to do exactly that and make it work. Yeah, I appreciate you answering that. And, you know, when when I, I learned about fake figures and you guys are dropping this EP, you're the first person I thought about it. I made sure I reached out to the right person. Hey, I would love to have Travis on. Travis was such such a, a badass guest I had for, you know, two years ago when you were on. We touched, we, you know, we had so much chemistry on that on that interview. And I love that, you know, aside from the music, Travis, I always am intrigued to hear about other aspects of an artist life that potentially feed into their creativity and personality, right? Yeah. What One thing that I, I know that you take to heart and is your sobriety is your sobriety travis you know and if you'd like tell me more about that and how much has that paved your musical journey into who you are today i think you know i haven't i haven't had any i haven't drank alcohol in almost nine years um that's, that's fucking awesome thank you thank you and um, i've not, i've never i've never ever said i'm never drinking again you know it's just yeah right now i it's just i should probably just kind of stay away for now um but as far as you know the musical process where does the sobriety kind of come into play with that i think it's you know a lot of the time a lot of stuff i wrote back in the day during the quote-unquote drinking days you know hmm. i may have just had a few cocktails picked up a guitar and like noodled around and came up with something and so like i don't know if that was the booze writing it or if that was me writing it um but now whenever i write something or come up with something i know that that was a hundred percent me which yeah you know i i'm i take a lot of pride in that you know yeah so um yeah like all of, all like everything i've done since i put down the bottle has been you know for better for, for better or for worse that was that was all me you know and, there was yeah no kind of outside influence or anything like that I, I do want to congratulate you on that uh travis it's not an easy thing to accomplish the fact that and i and i appreciate you sharing that because it's not something you can just talk about you know the fact that you were able to do something like that and turn it into something productive like fake figures or a tray you and put pen to paper and really display it out in the world bro i gotta commend you for that man and Again, what did I say last time? I don't you don't remember, but I do uh, when we spoke last time is that how Atreyu in in another sense saved my life in a way because you guys were around during my, you know, early college days, late high school days and here you are and you know, it's such a privilege getting a chance to talk to you and how you describe yourself growing up playing that music and what decisions you had to do. So, uh I just wanted to talk about that so I really appreciate you sharing that Travis and um really congrats i i really hope this this keeps building and building because i it's also an example that you can place for other people you know if they want to go into it, if they have struggles and they can actually achieve it you know with you know if they followed your path on so on and so forth i don't, I don't know if that's something that's important to you but 
people are listening. People do listen to this podcast for all those reasons as well. So um, that's a big deal. Um, uh, any last words before we move on? Because that's I know it's it's a, it's a sensitive subject, but it's an important thing I wanted to touch on for you. No, it's all good, man. I, and I greatly, greatly appreciate your words. That that means a lot to me. So cheers to you. Thank you. Yeah, no, cheers to you, man. Let's get to From Within, bro, because this dropped on September 28th. I, I, I said before, you know, the fan in me, I really hope this expands beyond another side project because you guys have created something special here. Because for people who don't know, this goes all the way to hail the sake of fans and then they must be destroyed. I know you had some uh, amazing singles in there, A Hole in the Sky and Bury the Hatchet, if I'm not yeah memory yeah okay and then we are the dead was the last one and i love this quote from you travis because when people ask what is fake figures you said think of a bunch of old hardcore dudes who worship the altar and allison chains and queens of the stone age and i'm thinking about that quote man that's that's like right on the dot because you guys have incorporated these sounds of punk and like hardcore hardcore even you know hard rock even alternative metal all my favorite genres into one if i can even say that i felt like I felt like I was playing another like a Tony Hawk game again, you know, and (laughs) you had also these experimental tones in there. At the same time, you've also you've gotten coverage and recognition from like MTV, Revolver, Alternative Press. That that list goes on, you know, and like we're talking about it's like, why isn't fake figures a thing yet? People are probably wondering, even Spotify. Is there a level of pressure when you hear those acknowledgments and then there's a decision on keeping this? A side project or not i don't mean to repeat it here but you get what i'm saying you you hear all this stuff yeah. and then you write new music okay hmm i got something here but 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 you know that in the back of your head how much of that you know or do you just block that out i try not i mean i definitely it it does enter my brain and it does mm-hmm. kind of swirl around in there a little bit but i try not to focus on it too much because I'll drive myself nuts. Okay. You know, well, <laughs> I, don't be, I don't want to be that, that guy who's like, feels entitled, like, you know, well, why aren't we bigger? You know, we deserve this. We deserve that because we don't, you know? Um, I mean, yeah. And like I said earlier, you know, in a perfect world. Yeah. I mean, we'd all love to be able to, you know, take this thing and turn it into like a full-time touring band um but uh you know things just they are the way they are right now you know like yeah. i said guys have jobs and for us to like you know drop everything and go out on tour and and then we'd have to deal with the logistics of that which you know you don't just i mean well, I, that in this day and age you don't really just drop everything get in a van and go out on tour like there's more there's more moving parts than that yeah yeah, yeah. you know you, know, you got to find you know you got to deal with merchandise you got to deal with you know tour managers like finding one anyway or you know a lot all... of things a lot of things come into play exactly exactly yeah. um but you know like i said if something were to come our way we'd give it our all to make it happen for sure I wonder how many times you get asked that question, Travis. <laughs> when are you going to make it a full-time thing? Because I got to applaud you and the guys. Each of you went so above and beyond on this EP. I wonder, like, hearing this EP, can this be, like, a precursor in a what's to come on a fo- possible, like, future full-length, like a full-length album, or am I just dreaming here? Well, actually, during these, set, the I guess if you want to call them the From Within sessions, I actually wrote uh, 
10, I think it was like 10 songs altogether. Oh, and wow. we recorded bass and drums and guitars and some production stuff for all 10 songs. It was just a matter of um, Steve, our vocalist, trying to get all 10 songs done because, you know, he's, he's not a guy that just shows up in the vocal booth and just spits something out and, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's it. That's, that's what it's going to be. He takes his time and meticulously, you know, crafts these lyrics and melodies and stuff. And so to have him slave over 10 songs, I mean, I, I don't want to kill the guy, you know, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so we figured, okay, well, let's just finish the first five with vocals and everything and put that out as an EP. And then hopefully uh, sooner than later, we'll get to those, uh, the other side, the other five uh, lay down some vocals on that and then put that out as an EP. Um, And I mean, that's kind of the way the industry is going anyway. You know, artists are more and more uh, recently have been releasing more like so-called like bite size, you know, whether it's just, a single or whether it's just uh you know four or five song ep or whatever so um maybe i'm just old-fashioned <laughs> i mean i prefer I'm, the full I'm length sure. i get you got to get people's attention these days right so let's just drop one and then see what happens i i get it it's that's yeah. how it is nowadays you're right yeah so um i mean we do have another five songs to finish so okay. you know like i said hopefully sooner than later we'll get to work on that and I mean, I'm just spitballing here, but maybe by like and the last later half of 2024, if not sooner, maybe who knows, bro, Uh, we'll see, because I was ready for more. Polymer is probably the song that I've been putting on repeat the most because that's such a great song. And this may be more a question of your frontman, Steve, because you just mentioned him, but he also made the transition from being a a drummer into a vocalist. So that's. That is a ballsy. I have two brothers. They're both drummers. And and I, I pay attention to things like that. But this move, it felt like it was like the perfect, I don't know, missing piece, if you can even call it that. When he made that transition, I was like, wow, this because I went back and went through Fade Figures' catalog and something stood out to me about this album is the vocals. Like I, I Steve did a great job. So uh, I don't know. Do you feel the same way about this was probably the perfect move that you guys didn't even see coming? More or less, yeah. Um, we parted ways with our original singer Russ a couple of years ago, yeah. And we were trying to kind of figure out what is the next step going to be. You know, should we even continue on as fake figures or whatever? Um, and but we all figured, okay, well let's let's have Steve come to the front because we, he. I mean, the dude is talented, you know, he can, he play, he's an amazing drummer, but also, I mean, obviously an amazing singer too. And it just worked out like it could, I mean, it couldn't have worked out better, you know, as into the next step, if that weren't to happen, the next step would have had to have been, well, we got to find somebody completely new, possibly a complete stranger. I don't know. Yeah. You don't know who this person's going to be. So yeah, it just it all just kind of took care of itself, so to speak. So um yeah, I'm I'm definitely grateful that it happened that way, you know. And uh shout out to Steve because he knocked it out of the park. A big shout out also goes to Chris Cuomo and uh Mike 
Koasian. Hopefully I'm not butchering his name here, but yeah. you had those guys step in and do the production and the mixing and mastering. You know this, Travis. I, I told you that the sound itself was a big part of records that I really love. I'm an audiophile these days. I'm very picky on how I want my music to sound the way I want it to sound. But uh, talk about this for a minute here. You know, for these guys, you know, it gave you a sense of comfortability in the studio, I imagine, working with someone like Chris and Mike. They have a pretty uh, a strong resume too in their past before working with you. Yeah, well, we've known Chris now for a number of years. He he actually produced our last EP, We Are the Dead. Perfect. Um, and I think, you know, he's, we've worked with him long enough now to where I think he has a pretty good sense of what we're going for or kind of like how, not necessarily how we should sound, but he gets it. Yeah. You know? um, and, you know, he's not overbearing or anything like that. He, uh, you know he'll throw out his two cents and you know well maybe you should try it this way or you know and he came up with a lot of awesome ideas um and also he's the one playing drums on the record oh that's pretty okay i didn't know that because it, it does say matt horwitz from adamantium so yeah he came in <laughs> the whole thing was it was just the timeline of events just kind of ended up happening happening yeah. like this uh, parted ways with Russ, so we're going to have Steve come up and sing. Well, we need to get this recording done. Who are we going to get to play drums? Mm-hmm. Chris is an amazing drummer in his own right. Uh, you mean, he's played in a bunch of uh, bands from Southern California. Um, he played in Red Jumpsuit Apparatus for a minute. Uh, he plays for Jason Cruz of That's Strung Out. His, right. I forgot his, about Apparatus. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're, you know, like, why don't you just play the drums? I mean, you've heard these songs <laughs> many times already anyway, like, you know them. So, yeah, I mean, props to him for, because, I mean, I'm no studio engineer by any stretch of the imagination, but I can only imagine what it's like trying to record yourself playing drums yeah. alone in a room. So hats off to him. Um, so, yeah, he, you know, working with, and he's local here in Orange County, California. So, um, and he's, you know, super chill he's you know he's he's one of us so you know yeah yeah so, so i i appreciate you sharing that about it so shout out to chris and of course mike because this really rounded out to what it is right now so now i'm looking now bro I'm, you set me up i'm looking forward even more now to the next five songs that you're saying that's that's in your back pocket so can't wait for that uh before i finish up here travis uh, you talked about I, I don't think we did this last time because uh you talked about being on tour, right? Because you were just on the road. I mean, I got to ask you, when you're getting ready for a tour, right? Walk me through this. Uh, what are some essentials you take with you? I'm going to do a little pre-tour prep here. I don't know if you're going to tour again later this year, but what are what do you take with you that's like a must, you know, when you're on tour? <laughs> I always end up bringing way more than I need to. <laughs> that's like I, me. That's something I would do. <laughs> yeah, and it like... You know, I'll bring like this pile of T-shirts and like three or four pairs of jeans and, you know, socks and underwear and all this stuff. And, you know, like halfway into the tour, I'm like, why did I bring all this shit? <laughs> like I only wear maybe five of these T-shirts and like I'll wear this pair of jeans for the whole week. 
and it's ridiculous, but, and I've been doing this now for over 20 years. You think I'd be better at it by now, but I'm not. Um, I mean, but it's better to overpack. For me, the philosophy is I, I'd rather overpack than I do it last minute. I don't know if you do it. Like anytime, if it's, if, if I'm doing like a tour with this, with a local band down here in Dallas, or if I'm just going on a trip, period, I always do it last minute packing. Do you do the same thing or do you, or do you like pack like a week before and then <laughs> just build up each day and each day? I, I just, I throw everything in and I'm good. I I definitely have had my fair share of last minute packing sessions, you know, like if I have to be at the airport by like, you know, new or say noon, I'm like, yeah, hey, I'll start packing when I wake up that morning. So like, I'm just scrambling, <laughs> trying to pack everything and try, you know, usually you're flying out of LAX, which is a nightmare. It takes at least an hour and a half to get there. That's the airport I'm at the most aside from DFW. So, uh, yes, I can, uh, I can agree to that. I, I, can yeah. Agree. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty terrible at packing unless it's a summer tour. Then I know that I don't need to bring all these jackets and I just need like a pair of shorts and some tank tops and I'm good. The winter tours are the ones that I'm like, Oh, do I need this? And I need that. Yeah. And I bring these gloves and I need this scarf and I need this, you know, it's, it's a nightmare for Texas. Uh, just make sure you bring flip flops and shorts. So I think you already knew that because you went yeah. through Texas last last December, and it was actually a a good eighty degrees the day you guys were here last December. I'm just going to point that out too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that Texas heat is no joke. Yeah. Um, but as far as essentials, I mean, they're, they're all usually they're all like the obvious ones, you know, like your uh -huh. cell phone charger. Um, if it's a, I, if it's I have a, a lot of, I was going to say, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of guests who say I bring my switch. A switch is very popular for tour bands. I, I didn't realize that until I actually went on like, you know, after the burial, you know, their tour bus, like they, it's like mandatory, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, so I don't know if like a gaming thing is something that you and the boys. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. In my, in our camp, I'm the only one that plays video games. Oh yeah. And <laughs> what are you playing right now? Can I ask that? Uh, I just started uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage last night. The new night. one? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. That's on my list. Uh, okay. So what are... So yeah, about an hour into that. It's pretty cool so far. Um, but earlier this year, I made the huge mistake of actually bringing out my PlayStation 5 onto the tour bus, which I had done before and everything worked out fine. Yeah. But uh, so did the tour and I come back home, plug in my PlayStation to, you know, start playing and it's just not working. So I take it in to get repaired. They tell me the motherboard is fried. Oh, no. And I'm, you know, to a pseudo gamer like myself, that's just absolutely heartbreaking. So I'm like, all right, I got to go get a switch then because you know bringing ps5 out on the on the tour buses probably was, what, uh, was, this, was this was this was this a brand new ps5 or did you have it for a while i had it for a few months okay but, i'm asking because i'm getting a ps5 literally in the next week nice <laughs> so, so yeah say goodbye to the the outside uh, world okay okay i was i was gonna say because uh i have a ps4 and I played Elden Ring. I don't know if you play Elden Ring. I played like 15 hours of Elden Ring and I accomplished absolutely nothing. So uh, <laughs> so I don't know if you play that game, but Ghost Ghost of Tsushima, that's one of the games I want to get. 
for the PS, PS5. I played. Did you play through the uh, the black and white mode on Ghost? You, I did. Okay, you, I if you're a movie buff like I am, I think you are. But after you play through the game the first time, play it through black and white. It's like you're playing again for the first for the first time. See, I thought about that because I thought that they added the black and white feature on it. I thought that was actually really really cool. Yeah, that game specifically that game is so like rich in color i'm like why yeah. would i want to take that away that's true that's true but it, but it, it, it mean, really does, it really does give it another layer again gamer to gamer it gives you another layer to add on to the experience and for sure the for cinematography sure. And like, having yeah. the the japanese uh overdub yeah. as opposed to the english but then i was like well, then i gotta read all that <laughs> Typical, <laughs> typical ignorant American, you know, taking the words out of my mouth on that one. But, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, either way, that game is phenomenal. I mean, no matter what mode you're playing in it, it's yeah, it, you're gonna have some fun with it. The reason why I'm getting a PS5, you're gonna think I'm ridiculous. It's because I I got a huge Mortal Kombat poster up here. So MK1 just released, yeah, uh, less than a month ago. So I have every single MK game on whether you call it like Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, yeah. uh, up up the platform there. And I got MK, MK11, the last one. I have to, I have to play it. You get what I'm saying? That's like right, the no, one I franchise see. I will, I will invest in out of any other game franchise. I'm just a Mortal Kombat nut. So I'm terrible at fighting games. Like <laughs> to the point where it's almost embarrassing. I'm terrible at it too, man. I just want to play it just because. I mean, the storyline is in so rich now. Like it, yeah, expands so like. You talking about 1995 when the first game dropped, or well, well, way before that? Gosh, like to where where we got now? Jesus Christ! Like it's oh yeah, pretty almost yeah. too much to a point. Yeah, half the time you can't even tell that you're playing a video game. It's yeah. so detailed and crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, I so with all that being said, I'm never gonna take my PlayStation on tour again. Okay, <laughs> uh, sticking with the Switch. So yeah, the switch definitely comes in handy because obviously Skyrim. I never got uh, I couldn't get it. It's into on like, switch. It's on switch, dude. You could just play like a mission and, and do your show, come back and pick up. I'm just saying it's an it's, it, it, it's those games specifically that I just have a hard time with, like all the Souls games and ah, like okay, okay, okay. I tried Bloodborne once, not knowing what I was getting into, solely because it, it just looked cool. And I got maybe 45 minutes into it and i'm like okay this is not for me because evidently i'm not doing something right or i just suck <laughs> and probably both a popular one i get from also the guests i have is the new zelda game is it breath of the wild uh no just one after that that was the original the breath of the wild was great see i again i tried that too i gave it my all and i just couldn't get into it and people i told i would tell people that and they would be like dude you're crazy. Like, <laughs> do you even game, bro? Like, that kind of response. All so. right. Noted that you have the switch. So that, that, yeah. those are priorities. Yeah. The, I, I wanted to ask about like what essentials you take. That is an essential man. So, uh, but bro, I don't want to take up too much of your time, man, man. What a great conversation, bro. Th thank you again for just sharing so much about who you are and what fake figures is all about too. I was, I was really looking forward to having you back all this time. And of course, what you do always surpasses my expectations. I know the times you've been on here on IUF, it's always been such great discussions. I know from always the different different perspectives and the experiences, Travis, in your timeline that you've taken in. 
which you've discussed about, you know, performing for as long as you have and the people you have met and work with during your time with the tray or fake figures. I feel like with fake figures, you, you found your sound with this one. I know we're 12 years in, but you know, the, the touring and growing fan base and the relationship with your bandmates, yourself and the music, your sobriety, I can tell how important that is for someone like you, man. I also think we're entering an important chapter with not only your music acts, but with you, bro. I'm like, I'm excited to see where you go from here. And there's a level of inspiration to what you're doing. And you're seeing results, Travis. That's I'm going to point that out. As I round this out, this this interview here, I'm going to ask this final question. Have your aspirations as a musician or hell, just as a human being, have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently today? I do. And I think that's just because I'm not the same person I was when we first started this. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, to find anybody who's been doing this this long, to find somebody who is the exact same as they were, you know, 15, 20 years earlier, you'd be hard pressed, you know. Um, you know, we all became men while we were in this band. Like our all of our huge life events have happened while we were in this band. We, you know, marriage, uh, children, you know, uh, moving out of state, you know, all these different things have all happened while we were in this band. Um, and so, I mean, you know, I, I touched on it before, but like, world domination yeah that would be awesome that'd be cool uh but i think you're kind of doing that <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know for the I mean, record impacting someone mean, like, impacting someone like me bro you saw the fans yourself here in dallas man they were they were fucking crazy like they like it's like i i don't mean to interrupt your what you're saying but it's as if those fans that i saw and even the other time that i've seen a tray you would take the stage Bro, we grew up with you, man. That's that's really cool to see. The fact that I got to grow up with this band and, you know, that relationship just keeps growing and growing. Like, I learn a lot about myself as much as I learn from my guests. So I'm sure you feel the same way when you're doing these interviews, doing these conversations. You get to reflect on maybe you don't get a chance to reflect. Maybe after this interview, you're reflecting now, but you really get to see how you grew mentally, you know, from the ground up. And uh, no, yeah, just, yeah, you're 100 yeah. right. Like. You know, I don't sit around all day like contemplating <laughs> the influence or effect I've had on people musically. You know, I in fact I rarely ever think about it. Hmm. But it's what you know, people actually bring it to my attention. Like you kind of did something, you know. Yeah. I'm like, then I'm like, I did. <laughs> and you're <laughs> so humble, dude. I love that about you, Travis. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah i mean you know at the end of the day any musical thing i've ever been a part of or band that i've been in like the overall vibe is just some dudes hanging out making music together that just somehow people gravitate toward too you know right. that, some people absolutely hate it too but the fact that we you know we betray you and fake figures and then by proxy myself that I get to do this and like somebody actually wants to like pick my brain about it. It's still to me is like, I'm always like, 
I want to look behind me like me you me you're talking to me <laughs> but that's cool though it's like because you remind me of it, it, something like me for example you remind me of me you know it's it's like I, we see ourselves in the members you know whether you know even the members of atreyu whether it's fake figures we see a little bit of ourselves in you that's why we connect so well it's therapeutic in a way you know i can even like go out, go out and say that so um Having said all that, bro, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> but uh, seriously, I appreciate everything you've done, man. Do, bro, do you have any last words, any shout outs, anything else you'd like to plug and mention as far as uh, fake figures or Atreyu? Tour dates coming up. I don't know what you can and cannot say before we finish things off here. Uh, well, yeah, if any of the listeners slash viewers uh, are in the L.A. area, fake figures is playing on the 26th at the knitting factory oh man i can't believe i'm not there for this okay <laughs> this is okay All right. that's awesome i love that you're doing that awesome the 26th okay yeah 26 and then hopefully and then after that i head to europe with atreyu for better part of a month so hopefully after the new year there'll be more fake figure shows uh definitely in and around southern california but hopefully elsewhere as well yeah, uh, I was looking through. I was actually looking through like a, a Treyu's like upcoming schedule. Uh, who's that tour with? Because that's a that's a big tour uh, coming up. I I think. Hold on. Yeah, we'll be uh, playing the UK and Europe. Creeper, uh, Creeper. Yeah. That's, Hell yeah! Oh my gosh, that's gonna be a great tour. Just announced today, I believe. Yeah, I was going through it. I, my phone was uh, blacking out for a second, but I got it now. But uh, Travis, man. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart, dude. Always great to have on here. I the fact that I get to say I got to interview you twice. I mean, I might as well close up shop, right? So, but this is <laughs> seriously. Uh, I, I really appreciate you for taking the time to do this with me. Hopefully, to have you here again. Hope we can actually meet up in person next time because last time it was packed from front to back. That you guys over. I mean, entire tour was just, just oversold every venue. But hopefully, I can see you back here in Dallas soon. And California, really, OC is like my second home. This is the first year I'm not there. Oh, okay. Uh, the the irony of all this. This is my 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 birthday is actually like in three days. This is the month that I usually go oh. and see my friends out in OC. And when you say you're playing a show on the 26th, that's like, of course, of course they'll be playing a show on the 26th of October. Why not? But <laughs> hopefully that we can. Uh, hopefully I can see you guys down the road here really soon, bro. Have a great tour, man. Uh, please take care of yourself, uh, you and the boys. Nothing but love. Uh, all the best for you from here on out and. Stay in touch, man. Uh, hope uh, Don't be a stranger. I'll see you down the road, hopefully, and uh, hope to do this again really soon, okay? Um, Absolutely. Much appreciated, and dude, thank you so much for having me. Of course, and every, everyone's listening. This is Travis Miguel from Fake Figures, Atreyu. Uh, Form Within EP is out now. Is there a label attached to that? I don't know. If, is it War Against still? Or is War it against, just yeah. War Against? Yeah, War Against Records. Shout out to them, too. Uh, do me and Travis a favor. Uh, buy the album because, you know, it, it really goes a long way. I'm old, like I said, I'm old fashioned, like I said earlier, but you can listen to this podcast, all the major podcast streams out there. Check us out on interviewandfire.com. Travis, much love, man. I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, man. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, 
please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.